Hello everyone, welcome back to Chit Chat with Alley Cat. I'm your host, Alley Cat, and I'm here with Mimi Rashawn. And today we're going to be talking about a pretty heavy topic of suicide uh, ideation and awareness. And if this at all triggers you, if you feel like you need to step back from this podcast, please take that time. Uh, do not make yourself listen. Uh, we're not going to get graphic, but we definitely just want to make sure y'all are taking care of yourselves. So I've been doing this thing where I don't re-listen to the entirety of the podcast before it comes out. Um, So I just find like technical things that I don't like about it. Uh, But for this one, I wanted to listen to the content uh, just to be aware of like what we're saying and how we're saying it. And again, I got critical of myself and... (laughs) If you notice, I'm saying a lot of mm-hmm's. Uh, I heard like way too many to count. Um, I I think this is a really important topic, and in this conversation, I was resonating with everything that Mimi was saying, and so um, yeah, I hope that you all find a nugget that resonates with you, and you're able to take it with you on your journeys. Truly. Mm-hmm. I know <laughs> I'm like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, it sounds weird that I'm excited about this podcast, but <laughs> I'm excited about it because I feel like we don't talk about mm-hmm. this topic Not a lot yeah. um, with black women, with black people, mm-hmm. with like millennials in general. We talk about mental health, right. but we're not talking about um, how... We're impacted by mm-hmm. these these different things, and so it's like, yes, I have anxiety. Yes, I get mm-hmm. depressed, but we're not like personally. I wasn't talking about being suicidal and like mm-hmm. how that impacted me. So we talked a little bit um, before this about like awareness, right. and so how did you find that awareness in yourself that you were feeling suicidal, like you didn't want to be on this earth anymore? I feel like it was kind of after having or these thoughts so many times okay I gotta figure something out and it was just like you know I'm having these thoughts it was like what is really causing me to have these thoughts it was like I wasn't aware it was like okay I'm feeling down like you know once I feel down things start like impacting like okay this isn't going right this isn't going right no that's not going right mm-hmm. and it was just like okay I know I'm feeling depressed it's like I don't want to be here but it's like what is the true reason like why mm-hmm. and for me it was just like becoming aware it was like okay like mm-hmm. in this moment how am I truly feeling like how am I my emotions my thoughts like why am I feeling sad right now like why am I feeling this and it was just like being truthful to myself right. and really knowing like what my triggers are so that's really what it was with me finding my triggers mm. and really like okay that's a trigger for me mm-hmm. like learning how to deal with that and figuring out ways to go about that so that mm-hmm. was like for me is just like I think once I found out my triggers and like okay I'm aware of that mm. Um, but sometimes it's hard because like when you're in that mindset it's like i don't want to think about nothing i don't want to think about the triggers i just want to be here and i just want to be sad like Mm -hmm. that's how it was for me sometimes like i don't i don't want to be happy i just want to be sad in my bed right now Mm -hmm. um but it was just like no like there's more to that (laughs) right and i feel like those deep depressions you know we don't talk about like how deep they get Mm -hmm. um that Mm -hmm. like we really get like wrung into these like Mm -hmm. dark places that like for me was isolation so i was like taking myself away from family and friends and like really like separating myself and making myself up you have no one no one cares like if you were gone like it wouldn't matter and like I think we're okay I'm like hopefully um I really I really really like didn't realize the support that I had and like the the people that were there for me and I um, I think in a previous podcast mentioned like my best friend Sierra would be like girl like mm-hmm. I'm here you know um, and I think I need that reminder to be like I'm here because I've been in these spaces where I don't believe it I don't think anyone's there I don't think anyone cares and it's or just, it's just like, like life is better off if I'm not here and it's like I totally can agree because it's same for me it was just you know I'm just like you know 
no one care about me and no one care about my thoughts or even for me it's like I don't want to be a burden I don't want to like let people know how I'm truly feeling because now I don't want them to like worry about me that they're taking away from their day Mm -hmm. or their time or their space um, to focus on me and it's like I just didn't want to be a burden I think that was the biggest thing for me it's just like if I tell you how I truly feel it's going to be a burden Mm -hmm. or it's just like you're not going to care you're just like, oh, suck it up, you're, which is what we hear a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, suck it up. You're good. You're just being lazy. You're just being weak. Mm-hmm. Like, no, suck that up. You're good. And I'm just like, no, like, I'm not necessarily being weak. It's just I'm having a weak moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm necessarily weak. But it's just like, you know, I just want to be to myself. Same way. Isolation. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be by myself. And, you know, now I reach out. Like, I learned how to reach out. But before, mm-hmm. it was just like. I should call and there's been times like I literally have the number to like suicide hotline and I'm just like I should call but I was like I'm not that I'm not that weak I'm not I don't need that and I think that is just like a the pathology that we have is like in the black community of like everything's fine everything's gonna be fine I know like with depression I was told just to go pray about it Mm -hmm. um and it's just like how are we like breaking down those cycles and like you said like talking about it reaching mm-hmm. for help like I definitely felt like a burden so like I don't want to put that on anyone I don't know for you but like I was that friend that was always like upbeat and cheery and happy mm-hmm. so no one could ever even believe that I was sad and so when I was like sad to this degree they were just like I just didn't think it was serious yeah and I, like that hurt me to my core like I had a friend tell me that and I think that's just it was hard for me to hear it because I it made me like you said be aware and like know that I was in such a bad place mm-hmm. that I was like wow like even my closest friends can't see it because yeah. I'm not showing yeah so you got that mask up you're hiding it because like you don't want nobody to see how vulnerable you are in that state because I think that goes back to isolation you're kind of like isolating yourself and, it's like I, and I've done it same year it's like I've had it and it's like I remember the first time I told my best friend and my cousin was the first time I ever really like hey like I'm depressed and we were actually at a bar a bar in Alameda and we were all like crying at the bar <laughs> but it was just like it was kind of one thing it was like I had no idea because mm-hmm. like I held it and it was like you know I held it or I was like in my room like underneath the covers crying myself to sleep mm-hmm. they didn't know that until I brought it up mm-hmm. and you know even now and sometimes what I have to realize even now is just that you do have your everyone's not going to know how to react to it or mm-hmm. how to respond to it um, but you have to have those go-to people right because everyone like you know even like a friend or you know a family member everyone doesn't always know how to handle it Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think that's being okay as long as you have, like, one go-to person. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, what matters. But mm-hmm. um, just even sometimes that coming out, though, is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, like, how you're truly feeling and what you're really dealing with. Yeah. And for me, what really came up was crazy. I was working at a middle school. And the students that year were all, like, cutting themselves and doing a mm-hmm. lot of self-harm. Um, I had, like a few students who told me like they didn't want to be on the earth anymore like all of these different things and that was before I had dealt with the fact that I even like to own it to Mm -hmm. really say like there was a point that I was suicidal and it was very real um and I would be able to know like you know today I just didn't want to be here and Mm -hmm. I almost did something um but with my students it it took for them to be where they were for me to realize oh my gosh, like, how am I going to be there for them? Exactly. Be present for them if I can't even check in with myself. So then I was like, okay, let me, like, start to understand this a little more. Um, And I think it was, like, right around the time that Chester from Lincoln Park Mm -hmm. committed suicide Mm -hmm. that I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Like, this is, like, deeper than we all realize. Mm -hmm. Like, why do we feel so connected to him? Yeah you know mm-hmm. like yes he's his music his you know like just artistry period but a lot of that was the pain that we were all feeling that we weren't talking you about yourself in him mm-hmm. like i remember being in middle school singing numb like mm-hmm. this is my fucking song <laughs> mm-hmm. and that is because in middle school i was depressed and i didn't know it and like i just wonder how like we as folks who have experienced some of these things, like how we can talk about them in ways that's opening up more conversations. Um, I know a lot of people have feelings about uh, 13 Reasons Why. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen that show. I I have, yeah. Um, I also read the book, and the book was a lot 
better to me mm-hmm. than the show has been. The show's had a lot of, like, shock factor yeah. mm-hmm. that the book didn't have. The book was, like, you know, some plot twists mm-hmm. every now and then. Um, but the, the show is, like, mm-hmm. to get people to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you feel about, like, the depiction or the conversations that people are having now because of, like, that show and also because of the like increased rates of uh, young people committing suicide I mean I definitely feel like it's still not enough awareness around it I feel like there's still not enough conversation and you know especially in our community there's mm-hmm. definitely not enough conversation around like Breck and Brown suicide and everything mm-hmm. because I feel think like I still think of it as a stereotype as like oh no you're weak or you're even crazy mm-hmm. and that's that's the title I hate like you're crazy like mm-hmm. why am I crazy because I'm you know I'm feeling some type of way mm-hmm. and it's just like I think there needs to be more conversation and more sensitivity to it right and I say that because I was recently having a conversation um, at a bar with someone and he was pretty much saying how with him how his family kind of grew up southern and just real kind of just like you, you you know get up and you do it and it's like you in the boots exactly and it was that. exactly <laughs> and but he, like he he was you know sensitive to the topic and understanding depression is something but at the same time it was just kind of like well you know people needs to just do it and you know figure it out like i figure it out and just do this and it was like you know i understand that like you know i you know everyone for me like i was telling him everyone has their own way of dealing with things mm-hmm. like yeah for you like yes you might have been able to pick yourself up but there's mm-hmm. other people that may not necessarily be able to pick themselves mm-hmm. up. But I don't think there's, like, one way or the other is better than the other. Mm-hmm. I just think some people just need more help or resources, which mm-hmm. I don't think nothing's wrong with it. But I think we need to be able to ask and know when we need mm-hmm. to ask for that or ask need those resources. Um, and then not make people feel some type of way when they do ask for it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that more awareness is needed. Um, and, you know, that conversations are happening. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like there are groups and, you know, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah. there are groups that's out there that's, you know, trying to have this conversation, mm-hmm. which I think is great. But I definitely think there's more that's needed. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, like, with the support, I feel like as a black woman, oh, they're doing the, the bike ride. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> if y'all know Oakland, they do, like, a what is it like a Sunday? I thought it was beast mode, if I'm not mistaken. It says beast mode during the. Back I think running? I don't quote me on that, but I definitely think I remember seeing something on Instagram about him. It's like that. so many bikes still coming yeah. around the <laughs> around the lake, y'all. Like they're on the other side. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. I'm like I get distracted, right. <laughs> but it's beautiful. That's community. But thinking about support, like I feel. I didn't have a lot of role models that asked for support, mm-hmm. so I had to teach myself how to ask for support and I'm still learning I'm Mm -hmm. still growing still trying to understand what that means um what support looks like because support could look like one thing for me and to somebody else it's not support yeah Mm -hmm. um and so how did you within yourself figure it out this is how I'm going to ask for support this is who I'm going to ask for support and this is how they can show me for me, it was therapy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was therapy, and I don't. I just knew it was like I'm in this rut. And for me, I really like. I think at 16, I kind of noticed because I remember like attempting suicide. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think it, I would always say like it was like okay, every few years, like I would have this feeling. And then after I graduated from you know Davis, I pretty much was like you know life didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And I realized okay, it's every few months. And then went to like every few days or weeks and every few days. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like, hey, what is what's going on? And I'm like, why am I feeling this way? And it was just like, I don't want to feel this way. Mm-hmm. Like, I need help. And, you know, with my friends and family, like, I, that, this wasn't a topic that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I think I remember bringing it to my mom. And she was just like, oh, like, you're fine. You're good. And it's just like, but I'm not. <laughs> um, and it was really for me. Um, I was like, you know, I need help and I need to figure this out for myself. And I, I remember going to family and friends, and, you know, they just didn't know how to deal with this topic. Right. Or didn't know what to say, and it was like, that made me even feel worse mm-hmm. about how I'm feeling. So I was like, I feel like I need to go to, and actually a friend of mine, um, a friend of mine was just like, you should go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't need that. I'm not that bad. I'm not crazy. That's for crazy people, which is a stereotype that we hear. That's for crazy people. Therapy is for people that, you know, got issues. But she said it, and I... I tried it out. I actually tried it out with an organization. And for me, it just the person didn't match. Because I feel like really finding that right person matters mm-hmm. for sure. 
It does. And, you know, I tried that out. It didn't work for me. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. But then I kept having, like, you know, the feelings of depression, you know, suicide thoughts. And I was like, okay, I got to try it again. I found this place, and it's been great. Mm-hmm. It's been great. And it's really, for me, been helping me become It's really aware. Mm-hmm. Aware of what my triggers are mm-hmm. and aware of how I'm feeling my thought process, my emotions, and my mental. Like, I've really mm-hmm. been working on my mental and keeping that as positive and sane as possible. I mean, uh, sane, sane as possible. <laughs> yeah. And I, I appreciate that you mentioned therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy was, like, a really, like, crucial part of my healing process, too. Um, but in regards to access, like, not everyone yeah. has access to a therapist, even right. to a bad right. one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say that's a bad true. one, but yeah. one that's, like, a match right. for them. Mm-hmm. So, like things I think about are constantly like how do we have like practical healing you know daily like weekly monthly healing that is accessible and for me like it was yoga um but it also started out as breathing like I just would meditate and I would just like take five minutes and I take 10 minutes and I take 20 and I take 30 now I'm kind of back to 10. <laughs> life. <laughs> like, life is kind of <laughs> But I just, I feel like there's so many different things that can be yeah. done that are tangible, that mm-hmm. are not going, you know, how people are talking about self-care, like going mm-hmm. to the spa or getting a bath bomb mm-hmm. or things like that. Like, people, they got kids. Um, yeah, this is a really big bike ride at the lake, it y'all. Really like, they are in the There's streets. still bikes coming. Yes, the scraper bikes, yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes, y'all. Makes me want to bike. <laughs> Great extra. That, hey, that could be one right there. Bike ride. Right. To help, back that. Again, get your endorphins going. <laughs> it's, yeah, like bike ride community. Like I think mm-hmm. about what you said about asking for support. Like when I was in my own journey, like I was falling into like my self-care and self-love and like really like identifying with my body and like mm-hmm. loving my body. But the thing that pulled me out was community care. Mm-hmm. So, like, having people, having a community right. that I felt mm-hmm. supported in, that I, like, could confide right. in and, like, really be able to grow who were, like, rooting on me, you know? Mm-hmm. And not just, like, oh, let's just watch and see what happens, but, like, mm-hmm. really, really there. And so, like, I think I would urge people just to find that. Like, mm-hmm. you said, find a support person, but also find a support community. You can mm-hmm. build a community over time. But just thinking about where you feel the most of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's definitely been, like, I met you after yoga. Um, like, Black to Yoga in Oakland, mm-hmm. like, has been a home for me in so many ways. And it's crazy because they don't really know it. But, like, I'll come after, like, crazy, like, wild things mm-hmm. in my life that I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get yeah. this. But I'm going to sit here and do some yoga. Mm-hmm. And I'll bring myself. And I remember my grandma passed away in May. And they had the after dark. Like, when I got back, I went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then I came back. And I remember, like, that was the first time I had done yoga. Um, Like, at one point I was doing it daily, and then um, the day after she passed, I did it, and then that whole week I didn't do it. I was just like, the mat's going to sit there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it just sat there. I just cried, and I just had all my moments. But when I came back, like, that, I went to that event, and I just, like, laid on my mat and cried. Mm -hmm. And... That's okay. Right. You That's know? T- crying and is I, totally okay. And I feel like we we get caught up in this thinking of, like, that, what you said around weakness. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and emotions being weakness instead of strength. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, like, as a community, how are we building genuine relationships that are addressing, like, mental health mm-hmm. and self-care and self-love? Because it's an industry now yeah yeah it's an industry now and so like looking at that like it's crazy to me self-care was not an industry when i was Mm -hmm. like like self-care was in it like yeah like i remember like i was depressed and like suicidal and like anxious Mm -hmm. and stressed in grad school and no one was talking about Mm self-care and i was like on like i had several breakdowns like i was on the brink of so Mm -hmm. many different things and i just was like oh self-care well, let me fall into this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like starting to understand a little bit more of that like how it is the hard things right. mm-hmm. it's not so much of like like I was saying the bath bombs and the massages mm-hmm. and all of that stuff but it's right. like really What's more um What's even What's really serious? um they're like sorry y'all 
the whole little crew of people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just wonder how we like are expanding what our idea of like taking care mm-hmm. of ourselves is because as we're seeing it, it's just a trend now. Right. And so like I don't know. And I think um yeah. oh sorry guys are it is beast mode, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, we got distracted again. Look, <laughs> well, a good reason. Right. <laughs> let's, stop, let's, stop, let's just be no robot in this little fight. But and, you know, I think self care. So I feel dope. like that's. <laughs> and I feel like each to each person that that means something different too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you know what works for one person may not work for the next person. Like for me, I yeah. hate heat. I don't know if a hot bubble bath will work for me. <laughs> right. But some other people that works perfectly fine mm-hmm. for them. And I think you have to really figure out what works best for you. And even for me right now, I'm still figuring it out. Like I like I told you, I just started yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm in like my third. I'm doing a six weeks course, and I'm into at um, Anasa Yoga. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and I'm in my third week, and you know I'm finding that real grounding for me, and just mm-hmm. breathing, and just working on my stretching, and mm-hmm. not quite there yet. 100% but I'm working on it and you know I'm finding that works for me right now and I think like I said self care you're figuring out what really works for you you find like a person and it doesn't you don't even have to talk to anybody if you don't need to mm-hmm. even though I feel like that is something good that you should be able to talk to yeah. someone but sometimes it helps to get it out yeah and it depends on how you process and I really appreciate yeah, that you I mean, brought that up yeah. like we all have different ways of approaching self care mm-hmm. of, of our life of healing and like what worked for me to heal might not work for you right, or exactly. someone else exactly. and like I think it's just important that we're sharing the tools right. that we're learning because yeah, then sure. we can have options because mm-hmm. if you know you might not like right. yoga but you vibe with meditation exactly. or if I'm like okay I like essential oils but I don't think I'm really mm-hmm. messing with yoga like I'm right. good mm-hmm. like just to ha- know or we have those some options music or something. Mm-hmm. and that's what I said and you know at the end of the day it's like, like I said what works for me and it works for you like you said but yeah. it's like being able to you know notice that like okay oh it didn't work that means you know I, I, I'm still gonna just be depressed it's like right. no try like something still, else like I bought I bought rose quartz and I'm still messed up <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's like going on a walk right, like, exactly. go so, like there's so many things like for me it's like going to concerts I like to go dancing mm-hmm. I go mm-hmm. dancing and then I'm like I feel like a whole recharged mm-hmm. person but like that's not accessible to everyone right. so like yeah. what works best for you is what you just have to do and I think um, it's easy for us to measure ourselves up to right. each other mm-hmm. that comparison so, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. my healing's not as deep I don't I didn't go to some ashram and meet some person exactly, and, yeah. like I didn't train with the greats and it's like what are you talking about like, like be at home in your corner like that, that, yes that's be in your living you, room works for you <laughs> yes like I yeah I started doing yoga in my living room by myself with my best friend's dog <laughs> and <laughs> and it was so healing. It was a time where I was like seriously in my most depressed, mm-hmm. and I would be in my car, and I would just be like, "What if I just flip just it? Like, what if I just try do, something? Yeah, different. do something yeah. crazy, um, and very wide, like just out of my norm." But what I decided to do instead of like, I was in a path of like a lot of self destruction. Because that's what comes up for me. Like, when I realized that I was in my deepest, darkest point, was that I was, like, the most self-destructive mm-hmm. in places I shouldn't have been, doing yeah. things I shouldn't have been doing. And I felt it in my yeah. body, mm-hmm. in my spirit, in, like, everything, yeah. my mm-hmm. mind. Um, and I had to flip it. I was like, mm-hmm. so, you got to go do something you've never done. Definitely. To get a new yeah. result. Definitely. Because you're doing the same thing, and it's not helping you. Exactly. So that's when I started writing poetry. <laughs> yeah, I tried that. It didn't quite work for me, but <laughs> but that's an outlet. Like, that's a different self. It's self-care. an outlet, but it's hilarious because it's one of the outlets. Like I'm a writer, and mm-hmm. I've always been like, I'm not a poet. Yeah. I'm not a poet. Right. Like I'm just not. Like I love poets. I love mm-hmm. poetry. Like spoken word. Like everything. Like I just like linger on it. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. But I never thought about myself as right. a poet. Yeah. <laughs> and so I challenged myself to writing like it's like a poem every day or every week or whatever. Then my next challenge was to share the poem. Yeah. And when I did that, I just like started cultivating this whole community that now like a year and some change later, like family. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's so funny because if you would have told me five years ago I'd be in yeah, Oakland writing poetry, <laughs> I'd be like, you weren't lying. And not that you're hosting them, right? You're hosting No, no, no. Them. I'm not oh, hosting. Okay. 
tips hosting. I'm like, oh gosh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, well, I've been hosting writing workshops. Okay, and that's, that's another what, thing like, in writing itself. Workshop. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing poetry. in itself that I'm like, okay. But a lot of like my own imposter syndrome is like, wow, like I need to be able to grasp mm-hmm. like the things I've done in my life and like also understand that I'm capable of adapting in so many ways um, because we often feel like we have to stay in one place mm-hmm. and we have to stay in one lane and that was a lot of my journey in my life was like I need to do things that are going to be profitable I need to stay yeah. in this one mm-hmm. lane because it's going to expand in some way and I just realized I'm most multifaceted yeah. mm-hmm. there's so many more levels and the more I tried to suppress one part of who I am the other parts <laughs> yeah were popping up and then I was like it was just this, it was this battle of like suppression and yeah like going back and mm-hmm. forth and then I was like well, what if I just embrace everything mm-hmm. at the same time? Like, the things I like, things I don't like, the flaws, just, like, you know, just letting it all have a space. Um, and once I did that, like, it's, it's gotten to be so much nicer. <laughs> I'm like, it's so much nicer. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm practicing kindness with mm-hmm. myself. And I don't know, I wanted to hear a little bit, like, how do you practice that kindness with yourself um, after, like such a dark time where it's we're terrible to ourselves in those moments you know for me is so therapy was like I said big help for me that really made me become more aware of myself and you know aware of what my triggers are so for me like right now yoga so mm-hmm. I'm to answer that question one I'm still developing I'm still figuring mm-hmm. it out but right now yoga is kind of the thing that I've kind of embranched on or mm-hmm. embarked on mm-hmm. and really trying to see how that goes for me mm-hmm. so I've been doing that I've also been trying to do more the self care. Like, that's, I don't know, self care is what I'm going to use. <laughs> with the air quotes. <laughs> with the air, air quotes, quotes y'all. <laughs> and I mean that more just like I'm trying to figure out, like, I went and got my feet done. I was like, okay, my feet, my toes look a little pretty. Like, mm-hmm. I'm feeling good right now. Or going to get my hair done. Like, mm-hmm. I had my hair in a bun and I felt so cute. Like, okay. <laughs> putting on my skin. Like, little stuff like that for me yeah. that made me feel good. Mm-hmm. And really just being aware, like, I'm trying to get into the gym, like, working out more and. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just I'm like, like oh, okay for me i think yes. it's like little things whatever that is to make you feel better mm-hmm. and for me like you know it's yoga it's you know if i go out on the weekend i'm putting mascara right. on Release or some endorphins. Shake, yeah, shake exactly. yes <laughs> but you know music is my big like i would headphones in and i'm just like mm-hmm. I, so i've been at this point where i just been in a car listening to music and i'm just like okay we're hey. dancing like hey. i don't care who's looking like i should be like okay i'm not gonna dance people looking i'm like hey how you doing Hi, yes. <laughs> and it's like i get to work and i'm like feeling so good oh like, my god that is my favorite feeling great <laughs> yes, yes. especially if you got the right songs on like, okay. yes music can change every <laughs> single mood like mm-hmm. there is a song for everything there's a moment mm-hmm. like there's this like sense memory that happens it just like takes you like places mm-hmm. i like get them endorphins going and yes. that's like even so music but then also what i've been doing lately is dancing at home in my underwear just staring at myself in the mirror just dancing oh that's a fun one that's like a good <laughs> body appreciation yeah so that's definitely what that's... i've been working and you know i was going to touch on what you were saying earlier because for me i realized like in my depression too so outside of like you know for me life not going the way i wanted to you know work whatever work issues problems with my boss you know, I realized a lot of it for me too was my own self confidence and mm-hmm. lack of self or like lack of self esteem, mm-hmm. and I feel like that definitely contribute to that. And so mm-hmm. I guess maybe what my self care, what I'm doing now, as far as like dancing in the mirror, like you said, looking at my body, like all that's kind of helping me to right. feel better and feel positive about myself mm-hmm. too. Trying to like change, like no, like you know, I'm good, I'm worthy, like I'm worthy of love, I'm worthy of you know being on this earth i'm worthy of feeling beautiful i'm mm-hmm. smart like you know i'm trying to do that self-talk and that positive yes. affirmations mm-hmm. and it's this book just that just reminds me this book that i've read um i encourage everyone to go get it it's by how edrod and i don't know the exact name but i think it's like transforming your life how do we spell how it's h-a-l and last name is e-l-r-o-d and it's like transforming your life before 8 a.m something of that nature. yeah that's early. I, I haven't start, i haven't i so it, <laughs> i'm still trying <laughs> no, but let, he let has me be open to change <laughs> right adapt you'll be able to adapt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he has these things and he calls it lifesavers mm. and so the way it is so s is for silence a is for affirmations v is for visualization e is for exercise r is for reading and then s is for scribing 
so pretty much he uses these like things like these where you spend like an hour doing all that and each one is kind of broken down so you would do like five minutes of affirmations five minutes of reading silence and you know it has this category and you can you know adjust that to your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and so i think for me reading that book was kind of like the start Mm -hmm. of my self-care haven't done it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i can't get up an hour before work i gotta be at work at 7 45 but (laughs) But it's good to know because it's probably a model you could take exactly into any part of your day and just like carve out like mm -hmm. an hour and make that like just yeah so that's really yeah and so that's really kind of like what my start was Mm -hmm. like reading that book really i was like okay let me i think it's probably where i got my interest from yoga or even just Mm -hmm. affirmations so i've really been trying to work on affirmations Mm -hmm. and giving myself that um i even have like written on my mirror just if i repeat one thing every day like that helps me feel better too Mm -hmm. so it's just like those little things Mm -hmm. um just finding those little things that work for you Mm -hmm. and like i said i'm still learning i'm still trying to figure out like there's other stuff i'm still trying to do like i'm like all those bikes ride by i'm like i want to go get on the bike right now my thighs gonna burn Look, they but, made me want to get on that right bike it just seemed like such a like imagine just mobbing with everybody exactly that just was the embodiment of community mm-hmm. of like exactly. how we all work together just like it just so it was so beautiful like, it was and it i really think was. that it, it it plays into on this podcast because we we think that mental health is an isolated incident but it's mm-hmm. honestly more of a systemic thing right exactly. you know it's like why is it that we are constructing these these thoughts around Mm -hmm. like confidence and around our bodies and around our like achievements Mm -hmm. I know for Mm -hmm. me like my a lot of my like I wouldn't say issues but a lot of my like grief that I had was like with myself um and the like critique that I had of like how well I did things or how well Mm -hmm. I didn't do things and I would be so hard on myself so much harder than I would be on anyone else Mm -hmm. ever and it just it was wild to me because like I would never talk to my like greatest enemy which mm-hmm. I don't even have right. but I wouldn't talk to them mm-hmm. like that exactly but I was talking to myself like I didn't matter mm-hmm. like you know like I didn't care and it took like you were saying I really appreciate you flipped it back like it took me to be like well now you said all this horrible stuff to me mm-hmm. now you have to say all these nice things right. to me mm-hmm. and we gotta go do nice stuff mm-hmm. like when I go get my nails done it's so crazy I have to just sit there and I don't like my life is always moving so fast Mm -hmm. that like to get me to sit down for like more than 30 minutes consecutively (laughs) I'm trying to like move I'm like checking my phone like how much longer am I gonna be here Mm -hmm. and so I've been doing this like silence this like really practicing presence like and it's so funny people be like like go get your nails done and I'm just like look this is how I like have to come back (laughs) Mm -hmm. into my body also how I like treat myself in those moments and what I was going to say too which also like reminded me something I wanted to bring up as well because I remember you said on one of your other episodes like you know you have your tea Mm -hmm. and I remember listening to that you know for me especially a lot of dealing with my depression dealing with my suicidal thoughts is being in the present moment Mm-hmm. So not analyzing my past, not mm-hmm. so focused and worried about my future. It's right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think even yesterday I was driving to work and I'm like, okay, I'm feeling anxious. I'm like, no, how does this feet, how does this, not feet, how does this seat <laughs> feel underneath me? Mm-hmm. Like, how does my car, like being present mm-hmm. and focusing on now versus like being, you know, so anxious or feeling some type of way, anxiety about other things. And yeah. I think that's a big part of it as well whether it's self-care or, you know, a technique that's used is being in the present moment. Like, mm-hmm. let everything go. And I also have this thing that I've been doing as well where, you know, a lot of times when I want to, you know, I'm feeling down about something that happened in my past or I'm feeling, you know, ashamed or like, dang, I shouldn't have did that, mm-hmm. is more have this, you know, idea of where it's like I'm a black, like I picture myself walking and it's I don't know it's kind of a shadow I don't even see myself but it's like I'm carrying all this stuff all this baggage and I mm-hmm. kind of label each thing like it might be a backpack that's like oh like I messed up with this guy or it's something else is like oh like I talk back to my mom or something like that and it's like I just picture myself like being at that point releasing everything clothes and everything and keep walking and mm. for me it symbolizes letting everything stand to pass mm. and being able to move forward just know that there's so much that can happen but just letting and releasing everything and just like you know that's in the past like some things majority of things you can't do anything about so letting it go and just moving on and just like you know but take the lessons that you learn and that's you know for me you guys can't see at home but that's the whole reason i got this mm. and you know i never said i was gonna get tattoos on my arm but i did 
and what it I'll say what it reads and then break it down to what it means so it's like it's on my right arm it says can't control or change it dot 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 and then on my left arm it has like the guy guy I always say this wrong. yes um mm-hmm. symbols West African symbols mm-hmm. and so it's the uh, why am I like Sankofa Duinium yeah, <laughs> and then Gynam and the way it reads is can't control or change it so have wisdom learn from your past have strength but be humble and fear nothing except for God mm. and so like I said, I've never wanted tattoo tats I mean tattoos ever on my arms but this is a daily reminder to just right. let things go and just learn like learn what you need to learn mm-hmm. and you know take that into your present moment but fear nothing except for God and just everything's going to be okay at the end of the day. I so. love that. I love that. I also, <laughs> it's so funny. I also have um, a suicidal awareness tattoo mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a semicolon with a butterfly. And I always thought that risk tattoos were very cliche. Mm-hmm. I also thought that the semicolon tattoo mm-hmm. was super cliche. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. But as a writer, oh, <laughs> I know. You know what, y'all? We're like low-key downtown. If you hear that, just know we're in the elements. Um, (laughs) But I I remember, like, thinking, like, the semicolon. I was like, "Mm, I don't know. But then as a writer, I was like, that actually is really beautiful because my story isn't over. Exactly. Like, I still have so much more to tell, Mm -hmm. so much more to uncover, Mm -hmm. to discover, just understand. And um, I got the butterfly because a friend of mine passed away um, about two years ago. And... um, so crazy um and she just has been she reappeared in the butterflies Mm. um and I really like when I was in like a dark space like she was one of the people who pulled me out without even knowing it um and just by being there you know like she's definitely like a guardian angel and so now that she is my guardian angel Mm -hmm. I was like I gotta honor her in some way um it's a reminder yeah it's a reminder like Mm -hmm. i i remember i performed something and i was like i looked at my wrist and i was like okay like i remember remembering why i'm here Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna get anxious i'm not gonna be nervous i'm not gonna psych myself out Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be present i'm gonna take some deep breaths Mm -hmm. i'm gonna breathe in the middle of this if i have to like you know just really be here and i i really love your tattoos i think we need those reminders Mm -hmm. um especially just for like ourselves you know this is not for anyone else right. i have another tattoo on my arm that is like for me but it's it's big so mm-hmm. everyone's always able to see it but this one on my wrist people don't even know i have it right yeah they never know and it's not for them so just thinking about like how i started to tap back into like myself um be mindful of like yeah like how how i'm moving because right. right. we we don't do that we just move we just rush yeah. through things Especially now, like, you know, we're, especially when we're trying to do all these things, it's just like, no, take, take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, self-care is like, we're so busy trying to do this or, you know, deal with the kids or, you know, do this and that. And it's just like, mm-hmm. we have to take time for ourselves because we can get so caught up in that that we forget. And that's when we get all the anxiety and all the stress. And it's just like, you know, but yeah. we have to, whether that's day, like, I'm trying to do an hour a day. Right. <laughs> I'm trying. I ain't made it here, not there yet. But even just one day a week or you know one hour a week mm-hmm. something to really just focus like on yourself five minutes yeah mm-hmm. exactly five minutes a day something um it's hard it definitely is <laughs> it won't lie about that but you know i think with practice that gets better yeah, yeah I, I agree i think we are learning how to like be better to ourselves mm-hmm. and be more vocal about those times um and speaking of that i want to know do you have any like mental health heroes or role models or people who are kind of champion championing like some of the things that we're talking about or even just beginning some of these conversations honestly i don't like i haven't i never really just i've been so focused on like me that i haven't really Mm -hmm. like looked up to anyone i mean i have people that has inspired me Mm -hmm. um which you know i definitely i think you know my friend joy and my friend erica which you know actually Mm -hmm. linked us up together yeah um i feel like those like two for me has kind of been like i guess i'm not quite answering your question but for me that's kind of been helping me Mm -hmm. through stuff and you know my cousin janiah um and like those 
three have really just been there for me and just you know mm-hmm. I feel comfortable going to them and you know not feeling ashamed or feeling any type of way mm-hmm. um, so I would say and to answer your question indirectly like those three has really been for me kind of my heroes mm-hmm. in my journey mm-hmm. and you know bettering myself um, so that's how I would answer that question yeah definitely <laughs> and I, I I appreciate your answer because I think we often think about celebrities, and mm-hmm. that's where my brain first went. That's where I, that's when you asked the question. Um, I was like, "Um, oh, a celebrity? I don't know." And in terms of that, I only thought about it because I was just talking about um, Jennifer Lewis's book with one of my friends yesterday, and like she's been a huge champion for mental health, mm-hmm. um, living with like bipolar disorder, I believe, um, and just like really getting black folks mm-hmm. to think about it. Taraji Henson is also mm-hmm. like, Taraji. I'm like, girl, she's like having a whole like organization mm-hmm. for her father. Um, Lizzo is like someone else. I'm such a Lizzo fan, <laughs> Sam, whatever, y'all. I don't care if you're like, well, she stopped talking about Lizzo. No. Um, but she's another person. I feel like even with all of the success that she's had, mm-hmm. all of the great things she's done, um, she'll still like say, like, you know, like, I'm really struggling today. Like, right. there's different yeah. things that we assume that once you're fine, once you're successful, once you have a number one song, you're that you're chilling. Mm-hmm. And that is like the biggest issue that I saw with um, like my suicidal ideation was that people couldn't believe that even with all the things I was doing, all the things I was going on that I could even be sad right. like, what reason like, do you, you have to be sad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you have all these things going on and I'm like what does that mean though mm-hmm. like if I don't feel it, if I'm not present, if I'm just exactly. numbing it out then I'm not here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's no point like it just doesn't make any sense and we we have these ideas about each other's lives because of social media because of like what we the facade we put Mm -hmm. on for each other and like how do we like check in with that facade even when when it's the people we're close to because i know like with family with certain friends like if someone asks how i'm doing if i don't think that they can handle it i'm saying fine right Fine, period. Okay. Not going to go into details. And, you know, I'm glad you actually did bring up social media because I feel like, you know, especially now, I feel like social media plays a huge role in depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts. That's my personal belief on it. Mm -hmm. Like, I truly do. And there's been times where I've deactivated my Instagram because I felt some type of way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, oh, man, her life is so good or his life is, uh, or they're married or this. And I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm 30 and I'm just like, "What what am I doing? Like, I'm comparing because of the facade that is present. It's like, what am I doing? And that, like, that kind of that comparison. Like, looking at other people's lives, like, dang, I should be there. Or I should be further than where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I I'm not there? And it's just like, you know, I have, everyone has their own timeline. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, you know, for me, like I said, I've deactivated my Instagram. I've deleted my Instagram so many times. People probably be like, girl, it's the sixth time you're going to add me. It's okay, just add me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, what I personally had to do, I had to clean up my feet. So there was things like, you know, I didn't miss it, you know, maybe didn't, you know, unfollow someone, but I definitely hit it to where I don't see it on my timeline. Look, mute. I learned about mute recently. Uh, I love mute. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully nobody listening, but I love mute. Look, I didn't know that was a thing, but I've, I've muted some people. So, like, I'm not ruffling any feathers, but, like, yeah. I don't have to be bombarded yeah. with things I don't want to see. Exactly. Like, and that's, and, you know, that's also a way that I actually use to help me get through things. Mm-hmm. Like, I repost a lot of quotes. So if you're following me, you will see, like, I'm just, like, my story just be, like, all these quotes. And they be like, okay, but some people, <laughs> somebody going to use that quote. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to help somebody. And it's definitely helping me. Mm-hmm. And so I follow those pages that kind of help give that spiritual yeah you know guidance that help give you just you know affirmations mm-hmm. and help me like okay yeah that's how I'm feeling like put it in words for me um or in images and you know but I think social media is definitely you have to be wary of that sometimes mm-hmm. when you're in that state as well that depressed state right can you think of one like off the top of your head one page you follow on Instagram that people should probably check out off the top of my head I know it's so many that has spiritual in the name <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and just do a yeah, chat and look at my look, Instagram real look. quick. We're here, you um, know. and just scroll and just um, see which ones. But I definitely so I do follow a lot of this I just okay, that looks like okay, that's positive. That's very positive. And of mm-hmm. course none of them on here, nothing wants to pop up. Nothing wants to pop, come up. <laughs> There's one that I follow called Positively Present and it's like someone draws like animation 
mm-hmm. and um, like with their animations, they not animations, but like it's like illustration. Here we go. That's an animation. <laughs> illustration. They have like a quote or some kind of like encouraging phrase, um, and it's always so nice. Like you may be at the top of you know at the bottom of the mountain, but the tops around the corner. Like different things. And I'm just like yes, I resonate with this. Um, Spiritual world. It's one of them. Spiritual world. Mm-hmm. They have, I mean, majority of their pages is quotes. A lot of it is quotes, but I definitely, like, for example, this is, a, I don't know, the first thing that just popped up I see is, if you only knew rejection is protection, you'll give God the glory for who left you. So just little Whoa! reminders. Exactly. See, it came right on time. Like, <laughs> Can I tell you, I have been depressed so many different times, so I feel like I have messed up friendships relationships Mm -hmm. different things and like maybe I did but like I also had to hold space for the fact that like that season reason or lifetime Mm -hmm. situation where like people are not meant to be in your life forever some Mm -hmm. people who are like gonna rock with you and that's cool but to expect that everyone is gonna be on that level is just naive beyond belief and I I I resonate with that quote so much that just Mm -hmm. that was a message see see, I'd be scrolling down my I'd be like yes that right there oh I needed that I needed to see that right there um I just had my cousin actually just like I needed to see that like it it comes in handy you know sometimes we need those reminders we we need to see that and I definitely yeah and that's why I say what you have to be sure yes Yes, check that out (laughs) um but you know like I said I that's what I use my social media for like Mm -hmm. I look for that positivity that's what I want to see on my timeline Mm -hmm. because it's helping me get to that better place like I've been at a point in my life like the past few months like I've really been you know focusing on me and really trying to become more aware of myself Mm -hmm. my thinking and definitely my mental like these thoughts (laughs) I think you know the biggest thing especially during my depression is my thoughts Mm -hmm. and you know really trying to calm that down like Mm -hmm. you know really trying to like oh no you're good like kind of I it might sound crazy which I don't even want to use that word crazy um but I talk back to myself when I'm having thoughts sometimes, you know, not out loud, but, you know, I'm having like, oh, am I good enough? Yeah, you're good enough. You're good yep. enough. Let's, let, let that go. You're, you're great. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm not pretty. I'm not feeling pretty today. You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's kind of like what I've been trying to do as well to mm-hmm. really kind of work on, you know, combating my, you know, lack of self-confidence and, mm-hmm. you know, my self-esteem. Like, really mm-hmm. trying to build that up. Yeah. So those are like additional practices that I use. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. I also do like a, a mirror pep talk. Mm. So, like, if I'm in a restaurant, the bathroom, if I'm, like, at home, leaving, like, whatever, I'm, like, I love you. Mm. You are the best. Like, just have to, like, hype myself up in, like, such yeah. an authentic way of, like, how I hype up other people. Like, mm-hmm. I will tell other people, like, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. You're so incredible. Whatever. But I'm working on that for myself right. just to be, like, mm-hmm. girl, you are killing it. Thank you. Yes. Like, you woke up this morning. You did some yoga. Right. Like, you got me some You got me some pizza. Like, I'm just like, you are a blessing. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. And I have to give that gratitude to myself because, like, we are looking for, like, external validation. And that is, like, what you just pointed right. out that, like, we are messing up because we're waiting on other people to validate mm-hmm. who we are when we have to validate ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I said to even touch up on that as well because that's been my biggest thing it's just like oh like let me and i feel like that's where social media comes into like you're putting oh these likes like oh, i didn't get that many likes and no, i'm just posting now y'all can like it if you want to but i feel cute so i'm gonna post it just because i want to yes. <laughs> i actually just posted a picture i think last night just because i want to yep. um but it's really like you said it's really about feeling good for yourself mm-hmm. and that kind of brings up to me and you know this topic didn't go so far but it was like even just dealing with relationships like i just recently kind of messed up with this guy and i'm really feeling um but it was just like well what i did it was just like well i gotta focus on myself first like i gotta be happy for myself like i can't check for the next person if i'm not checking for myself mm-hmm. and it was like i gotta make sure that i'm a hundred percent you know good and you know my mental is straight it's like how can i check for the next person it was like i'm not even confident in my own self mm-hmm. so it's just like that's where a lot of this for me is coming in it's like okay we gotta work on ourselves because it's just like you know i'm trying to 
and my thing is just like I want to help myself so I can even help others right that's my biggest thing and that's real real reason one of the reasons that I wanted to come on you know your show today and your podcast your show your podcast welcome uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's because I want like I'm everyone that knows me knows I'm an open book Mm -hmm. like I want to be able to put my story out there because if I can prevent one person from having these thoughts or figuring out a way to balance their thoughts like like I feel good about myself Mm -hmm. too like I you know it's hard sometimes when you don't feel like you have anyone and like I'm like I want to be there for anybody, you know, anyone that needs me, you don't got to know me, just, you want to come talk, I can listen, like, I just really want to be that person, but it's like, I can't be that person if I'm not that person for myself. Right, and I think these conversations are so important, because, um, it really takes, like, it takes courage to talk about this, Mm -hmm. um, and it takes a lot of strength to admit, like, a moment of challenge, a moment of um, reflection mm-hmm. in the space that we, we like had to grow and I think just rephrasing it around weakness because it's not weak to realize you need help right. it's not weak to realize you need support um, and we have these like false ideas especially mm-hmm. of black women as like these superheroes right. mm-hmm. and we are we're like goliaths mm-hmm. like we are incredible we can handle things that like I don't even understand right. yeah. but sometimes we're not meant to mm-hmm. and sometimes we're supposed to be learning how to rest and take care of ourselves and do things that make us happy mm-hmm. like joyful like and I feel we put that out there for everyone else we hold the space for everyone else to yes. have all of those experiences to like live their best lives mm-hmm. and then we'll live ours later right exactly we put everyone and that, that was me I've always been a people pleaser pleaser it was like, I want, no, I want you to be good. I want you to be happy. I want you to, you know, live your best life. Like, I'm right, right, right. I'm here for you. I'm supporting you 100%. But it's just like, but I'm not doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard because I've been like, I should know I should do this. It's like, no, sometimes I need to say no because I need to be able to focus on myself mm-hmm. and put myself first. And, you know, even early on in my journey, I didn't even know what that meant. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what putting myself first was. Like, I just want to go out and have it some time. I'm, like, I always call myself, like, the mother of the group. Like, I just love making sure everyone feels good and they're great and everyone's just having a good time. <laughs> That's always been me. Like, I feel like I'm you always trying to bring people some together. Water. Are you okay? Okay. Let me know. But it was just, like, I wasn't doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, at a point, it's, like, I have to. Like, I have to. Like, I want to be, you know, just as well. So, I don't want to have this facade and this, you know, mask on. Like, I want to be my true authentic self, mm-hmm. but it's like, I got to take care of myself. And you know what I was going to also bring up? It's like you said, for the black women, but I feel like it's even harder for our black men mm. to even, like, you know, say, like, oh, I'm feeling depressed mm-hmm. or I'm feeling, you know, suicidal mm-hmm. because I feel like now they're really looked upon as just like, oh, no, suck it up. You're good. Right. You don't, what'd you know about that? Or, you like know, men don't cry. Yeah, it's, exactly, thing. exactly. And it's just, and I think that's a, Topic. I mean, like I said, even in the black community itself, that's a topic we need to have. But just yeah. around the men, like, just because you show that doesn't mean that that's, that's not a weakness at all. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, I think that's a big thing as well. It's just like our men. Definitely. Ooh, you I feel like that's a whole other podcast. podcast. <laughs> it's coming, y'all. It's coming. It's coming. I, ooh, I'm so ready. That just made me so excited. Um, that is going to be it for, for this episode of Shit Chat with Alley Cat. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for having for me. For sharing, for being yourself, <laughs> for taking this time. I just think that this is such an important topic and we're not talking about it nearly enough and so like instead of complaining about how there's not enough on it like I'm glad that we're something. taking yeah. the action and doing something and just sharing our stories um in a way that feels safe for us, in a way that feels authentic, um, that we hope impacts someone, um, whether it's just to talk about it or to acknowledge it or to ask for support. Right. Um, yeah, thank you so much, y'all. Catch you next time. This is Chit Chat with Alley Cat.